0: everyone welcome to the char work podcast in case you're wondering what's wrong with my video background well as of now my laptop is ready but i could not go and pick it up on time because it got ready and it was clashing with the podcast time so i'm using this desktop that my wife uses to play her games and so if you see the herky jerky video it is because of that i apologize for that in advance the audio listeners well you guys have no issues But uh, today, we are back with Cricket Podcast. It's been a very interesting World Cup so far as of now. As of now, South Africa and Pakistan are playing and after 14 overs, let me check the score because the TV is on in the background. Uh, 102
1: for 2. Yeah, 102 102.
0: for 2 in 14 overs. So, yeah, we'll talk about the rest. But what do you make of this match, Adit?
1: I think this is right now. It's headed towards South Africa. Unless and until Pakistan pick up a wicket or not, this is going to be Afghanistan 2.0.
0: So, what did you make of Pakistan's recovery? Like They were 140 odd for 5 and then they recovered to... You know, 270. I mean, South Shakil and uh, Shadab batted well. Uh, Babar again scored a 50 and got out. So, so uh-huh. let's start with Pakistan's journey. I mean, England pe to Iske ki koi bole, Tumne bola tha, England Abhe, salo, bahut bola tha, England gietegi. Main akela trolling
1: let me be verify I bola england top 4 mein aayegi to maine bola england in india जीतेगी. so yes
0: matlab uh, <laughs> 95... england jeetegi
1: acha sare players ex players england are the favorites to win the world no, 95% 100% आ, 5% <laughs> i'm just kidding of course guys i'm going to apologize if my voice sounds a little raspy i'm battling a serious bacterial infection but you know, getting healthier, so uh, back for you guys live. But Abhi, in case you hear me coughing a little bit, it's just getting slowly better. But yeah,
0: yeah. So everybody in the live stream say get well soon, Adit.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. So, but uh, but yeah. No. So so let's let's start with Pakistan. You want to start with yeah. their first game or do you want to start with today's game? Or or just what overall has their journey.
0: Their journey. Today's game is to Chalu, started, but their journey so far.
1: Their uh, their journey. See, first of all, the problem with Pakistan is the problem with uh, 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 Pakistan. The me- biggest problem is, unke koi top scorer hai The big beginnings player, jo 120 hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty, hundred and forty, mar sakte, right? Babar Azam is that player, but I genuinely think he is going through the same thing that Sachin Tendulkar did when he was made the captain. I think captaincy is just. Uh, of course sachin had other issues also you know the whole match fixing debacle and everything but the first phase of sachin's captaincy apart from all this was also mar- marred by the factor that sachin tendulkar was not performing as well as people thought he would and it was sort of um confirmed by that he became he was he stopped being a captain in late 1997 and 1998 he has a career year where he literally smashes everyone and anyone inside right so, um, give, given that the fact, I mean, it is it is it is quite stunning that um, uh, that such you know that the Babar Azam sort of is going through the same thing. A sports page was show at their pavilion with uh, Wasim Akram, Mohin Khan, which is I think one of the best. Uh, uh, shows uh, uh not condoning uh, any all of the comments uh, Vasim akram said some, for some of which he should get some educational uh, experience uh, i am obviously talking about the a couple of cast slurs and stuff i'm not but apart from you know all that uh, uh, if you look at the cricket analysis he it's pretty top notch and they said that babar azam does not look that cutthroat captaincy material and and they compared him with temba bavuma where they said tempa babuma is not performing as well but tempa babuma does look that so that's uh, sort of my uh, uh, my thing but let's start game by game right pakistan ke sath matlab um, let's look at their game the first game was against uh, the first game was against uh, uh, sri lanka uh, sri lanka right and they go and chase off uh, 344 and everyone was like, Pakistan is back, Pakistan is back. You know, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, right? now a, Sri Lanka had a weaker bowling attack. Uh, I mean, it's it's not the same. Uh, strangely enough, I think now Sri Lanka has gotten their bowling attack perfectly correct. Matahisha Pathirana, I believe, at that time was a weak link in the Sri Lankan bowling lineup because he was spraying it all around. And quite frankly, his bowling performance was the difference between both the sides. I mean, I don't want to, he's a kid, he'll bounce back. I don't want to single him out. But the fact is, every other bowler, uh, Kushal, every single other bowler went for six to seven, six and a half runs and over. But Matahisha Pathirana and the four hour, four overs of Dharanjaya De Silva went for nine to ten and over. Mathisha goes for 19-9 nine, nine, and Dharanjaya goes for 36 and 4. That's the match. When you are when you are chasing at 7.5 and, and over, if your bowlers are doing going at six and over. 6 6.2
0: and over done... is the guy mein, ne tha na, he should not play one day cricket
1: yeah because and i think he may have said it for the same reason because consistency in 50 balls is very different than that and if i remember i watched that game there was a couple of five wides that were bold and stuff like that you know all that you you just have to you have to make sure uh, uh, you know they, they are not uh, they are not boring. So then comes from there, we go to the next match against India. I mean, my goodness, what can one say? 155 for 2 and you get all out for 191. This was a bigger collapse than West Indies did in 1996. And guys, that's what I'm here to tell you. I'm not saying that in 90s mein matches no match fixing. Hota but sometimes fates conspire and stupid collapses are possible. And this is exactly what happened to West Indies in that 1996 World Cup semi-final when they went from 165 for two to 202 uh, all out to lose it by five five runs against Australia.
0: Same, <laughs> Steve Waugh ne but, bold kiya tha na Brian Lara ko wo wala match na?
1: Ha, mujhe yad nahi. Steve won a uh, 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 bold kiya uh, but Shane won basically was in insane form. He picked up. the yeah, yeah, name. But it percentage.
0: started the procession started with I think Steve Waugh bow ne bold kiya tha Brian Lara ko, off his medium uh. paces and then the procession started.
1: Correct. So that was, that was, that, that was the thing. So this is not, this is not impossible. Uh, And basically India, they went from 155 for two. And then they lost wickets in a heap where they lost four wickets in four over. and Kuldeep just went crazy. But this game, I want to recommend, I want to commend Rohit Sharma's captaincy. The way he managed the bowling, the way he found out, you know, you get one breakthrough. When Siraj gets a breakthrough by getting Baba Razam, he doesn't just persist with Siraj. He brings... And Siraj was great. He went for a few, but he came back and picked up two wickets. But Bumrah was in insane form, you know. I I always say Bumrah would have had an edge because he's playing in his home ground. He's playing in his hometown against Pakistan with 130,000 people. And he's bowling at 145 kilometers an hour. There has got to be some emotional adrenaline push beyond the mercurial bumrah sort of talent i mean it's you you, <coughs> you have to convince me otherwise but i, I get, there was so much motivation for bumrah to you know go beyond what he did and he i mean his seven overs just went for 19 runs and he bowls two purlers to both bowl mohammad rizwan which basically ripped the heart of the pakistani lineup he was out for 49 and that pretty much sealed the match and shadab khan with you know basically put a length ball on off stump and it straightened off the surface uh it was just outstanding and then after that Rohit plays this amazing knock with six fours and six sixes and pretty much bats Pakistan out of the game so that that was uh that
0: Man, but, no, I have and, a question I have actually yes, two questions please. for you on the India Pakistan game I mean we have uh, to talk about it what did you make of the great decision by BCCI to have an opening ceremony uh before the Pakistan game which was not aired interestingly.
1: Be wakufi. Be wakufi.
0: That is point number one. And yeah. uh, point number two is Uske baad bhi tickets available. Nahi thi, which <laughs> I don't
1: know what the VCI, BCCI... <laughs> so I heard somewhere, I heard somewhere that there were tickets available. I, I uh, again, may yeah, ye, I should I'm gonna sound like a typical journalist. Keh raha. Log mujhe keh rahe because I have no way of verifying, I wasn't there on the ground that people were getting tickets for black outside the stadium. If that is the case, it is pathetic. But this podcast...
0: but
1: sources. But we actually, Vikushal and I talked about this on this podcast, that there is no way that this would not happen after that idiotic thing with Bukma showed that they had planned, where they had done, ke, you know, those those seat denge It was going to happen. So given that, given that, and given the stupidity that these guys did, it was no doubt that India and India Pakistan did have like about 10, 20, 10 12 12,000 seats empty. It was not by any means 130,000 because, you know, that's the capacity of the stadium. I genuinely think there were 10, 12,000 and I don't know, I've not seen the official attendance figures, but if I did, I, you know, if we did, we guarantee we would see a few uh, thousand less and that was the lack of tickets that was sold. So that's, that's one part of it. But let me get to the second part, Kushal, um, of, of the whole opening ceremony fiasco. Matlab, I don't understand. Why not have this in the beginning of the... Or if you wanted to have this for India-Pakistan, why not open with India-Pakistan? Have India-Pakistan as the first match of the World Cup on a Sunday, if you want it on a Sunday or a Saturday. Clearly, you had no problems having it on a Saturday because of Navaratri. So you have it on a Saturday. Have two or three more double headers on Wednesday or something. And that was it. But look, no one would have complained if this entire ceremony would have happened before uh, before India-Pakistan. You strangely chose the moral high ground ke last year ke winners and I kept saying there is no precedence for that. In 1996, the opening match was England-New Zealand, right? Uh, in uh, in 1992, the first match was Australia-New Zealand, right? New Zealand was not the winner of the last year's the World Cup. Just Australia was, but Australia was also the host. 1999, the first game was England-Sri Lanka. Uh, you know, Sri Lanka was the winners. England were not right? So, if you wanted you could India-England the first match. Uh, then, it was um, 2003. It was South Africa-West Indies. Neither of them won the World Cup. So, what are you talking about? 2007, I think it was again the West Indies because they were hosting. And 2011, it was India-Bangladesh. Again, we didn't, won the, win, we didn't win the World Cup, but we were hosting it. So, India versus Bangladesh in Mirpur. So this is absolutely stupid what they uh, they had come up with as a solution. And uh, I'm very uh, glad that people called them on. And the whole fact that it wasn't telecast on uh, TV was because people were mad that this happened. Because it's not fair to the other countries who are playing.
0: Yeah, and Can TV I answer this hard. question? Somebody on the live stream has asked me, where is the jersey? I am dead serious about this. So I bought three jerseys, right? One for dad, one for myself and one for my elder brother. Huh. My jersey was supposed to be in India. My jersey is disappeared magically in my house. I asked everybody in my entire family, I asked in my entire family, I
1: asked
0: them, I asked
1: I asked them, I my I I I so, those people didn't die. India will win or you will wear a jersey. But I have
0: made that shirt so much. I have made that shirt for 5,000 that I have got my
1: shirt. My jersey is in washing because you know, I wore it during the matches. So, now I am getting it ready to wear it again during England matches and the, the big ones. So, when we do the knockout podcasts and stuff, semi-finals will be 120% in
0: will make a comeback
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's talk a little bit about pakistan afghanistan pakistan australia
0: yes pakistan afghanistan, afghanistan. afghanistan. life
1: <laughs> my goodness matlab kya hai afghans unbelievable un believable Pakistan gets knocked out to 282 for 7. Again, in my opinion, they get 20 runs less. But all our uh, uh, Vishay Shaggyas have told that Pakistan is already so Afghanistan can only chase 250. They cannot do 300. Uh, you know, all that stuff. And if the car has made sure that they win uh, this and that and whatever. Afghanistan chases down 280 without breaking a sweat. And when I say without, I saw that entire Afghanistan innings. Matlab, except for Hassan Ali, who only went for 4 and over, every single bowler went for more than 5.8 and over. Okay. If ki che, last over, it was 3,000 runs, so it was 5.5, but he also went at 5.8 before. My point is, if your required run rate was 5.75, and all bowlers are going, every single bowler is going above that, that's the match. You are doing it comfortably. And uh, the the fact is they only played out two maidens in the, um, in 50 overs, in 49 overs that they played. Uh, There were a few extras here and there, but primarily it was just simply phenomenal batting. There were just three sixes, right? And the total number of boundaries, if you add, um, but 28 fours and three sixes, right? So that means less than half, I mean, less than 40% of runs were scored in the boundaries. I mean, this is unbelievable. If you look, that's only 130 runs scored in boundaries on a stadium which is not very, uh, uh, very, very large as well. You know, Chennai is, I mean, reasonably sized. Chennai, it's not like MCG that it's very hard to score boundaries. Where Afghanistan was better than Pakistan is how they ran their tools and how they fielded. Pakistan's fielding was absolutely horrible. Well, I have not seen the statistics. Uh, we can focus statistics on you know how many twos that were run in the uh, uh, in the in the uh, uh, in the Afghanistan innings, but it was unbelievable the amount of twos. I mean, if I just pull up really quickly, Ibrahim Zadran again five twos, two threes, uh, Rahmat Shah seven twos, all of them pinched. Like the, the, so, it was just it was just very 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 well done with all. Same with Gurbaz. And Gurbaz is a hitter, don't get me wrong. So for Gurbaz to do what he did, you know, changed his game slightly, wasn't just looking to hit out. Uh, it was it was brilliant and it was a total domination. I don't like to call this an upset, maybe upset bola tha because it's a sexier word to say, upset alert, you know, but I paid you know chote paid, nibada paid type of thing. But that's not it. I think Afghanistan came very close to beating Pakistan in the last World Cup. And now they've gotten over the line. And that's what you want to see from an associate nation. That consistency, unfortunately, we have not seen from Bangladesh. Because Bangladesh would come, beat a team, and then next World Cup, they would be totally Dhanthan Gopal. Now, uh, Afghanistan is showing that they've won two games. And I'm telling you, Afghanistan versus Australia has the vibes of a quarterfinal game if Afghanistan manages to beat Sri Lanka.
0: I think Afghanistan has a very good chance, chance against Sri Lanka.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is. It, I'm telling you, it is going to. Uh, it is going to be. Uh, uh, it is going to be. It is going to be a very passionate affair. But then you have Pakistan again getting whooped in uh, in front of Australia by 65 runs because now Australia, after probably they saw them being last place after the Netherlands South Africa game, Australia got mad. And since then, they have been very angry. Log ne pehli bar gussa austri- Pakistan, pe last match in Netherlands, pe nikala, where they beat them by 309 runs. I mean, I felt bad. But, let's, you know, uh, uh, are, are we are we lingering on Pakistan's today's game, Kushal, or do you want to move to another team? What do you want to do?
0: No, let's, let's look at it. They are 124-2 as I look at the score right now. Uh, people mm. wondering why am I looking there because my TV is on that side. I have my Mm. giant screen TV on right now. 18.3 overs, 121 for 2. Makram is 14, 33 balls. And Vandedusen is 21 not out.
1: Wow. So, I think this is what? South Africa is like 15%, uh, 78% chance. South Africa
0: manages to reach 200 with just one more wicket down. I think they are pretty much home.
1: Wow. Uh, I think if South Africa has a chance of wrapping this up in the 35th over? Or
0: hey, at mean, least <inaudible> 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 Achha, question is, what do you make Like Pakistan? How can they come to a World Cup in India where you know spinners are a very important part of the setup and Ibrar, who is an unorthodox spinner. He's part of the reserves, not the main squad. And then your main spinners are that leggy Usama Mir uh, Shadab Khan, another leg spinner. This uh, Nawaz, the left-arm off-spinner, and Iftikhar, the off-spinner, who is actually primarily a batsman. And Shadab, mehko to hai, Is Shadab a batsman because wo, as a batter? Itna nahi, uh, play uh, khel raha. Is he a bowler? Because. Wo hai kya?
1: Shadab, banna, you know, whatever. Wo, wo purani purana song jaate the. Japa, pohch gaye, chin samjhe na. So, when he was a bowler, he was a batter. Ghena, type of deal. Uh, uh, Shadab, what is that? I don't think Shadab has the talent to be a full time serious finisher. And uh, neither does he have uh, the, the the control now with his ball. I was of the opinion that Shadab tried in the squad, that he was going and stuff. I don't think he's been good at all. He's been very average. Then, you know, one or two has those hit me balls and stuff. Pakistan, here is what Pakistan is missing. They don't have an attacking spinner. They need an attacking spinner. Saklan and Mushtaq Ahmed made Pakistan very potent because they were attacking spinners. They looked to pick up wickets. Pakistan ke spinners are like England ke spinners, you know, who are getting uh, 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 like five, uh, uh, going for four and a half, five runs. Oh, well, who took it?
0: <laughs>
1: well, there you
0: go. Yeah, e, missing. Oh, umpires call it a gatti leg before decision. a gattia leg before decision, the umpire. Ne. Wo umpire's call pe out it was barely touching the
1: stump. I hai would have bol- given ra- ra- and, no, no and when I again when I look when I look at the dismissal right now in this, it was not a dismissal that the spinner caused. It was a poor shot. See what I'm saying? So as a spinner, yes, you are hoping that you know batsmen get out on a poor shot. But I have not seen them bowl like how Adam Zampa has or Kuldeep Yadav has. They need someone like that, Ki jo game may eye and dominate the game. Ko. So um, uh, you know that that's that's the thing. So I, I I mean we'll we'll come back to the Pakistan game. But can we talk about the other losers of the World Cup? Or I mean I shouldn't say maybe losers or something. The other disappointment of the World Cup, and uh, uh, Kushal probably had a tech issue, so he's probably going to jump on uh, right back in a couple of seconds. But let's talk about England, guys. As uh, 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 as Kushal, ah, okay. Kushal's computer just crashed, so he's uh, we, you know while he's coming back, you guys can you know send in your questions and stuff, and uh, we'll uh, I'll, I'll try to take them if you send them your, if you've already sent your super chats. But we'll talk a little bit about England. Because England, England is there are two things that could have gone wrong. First, let's look at what their results were. They, they start their match, getting start the World Cup absolutely getting hammered by New Zealand. Then they come back and win against Bangladesh for 137 uh, runs. Achha, here is the curious thing I'm going to tell you. That is the only time. okay, The only time, the, the first match they, they batted the 50 overs but they lost 9 wickets but against bangladesh the, in the last four games the only time they batted 50 full the full 50 overs was against bangladesh convincingly then they lose to afghanistan where they get bowled out in 40 overs lose to south africa where they made a horrible choice with the toss at the wankhede stadium on a flat patta with those 58 and a half meter boundaries who the heck decides to co- go and bowl first I really want to know what the hell was England thinking. 399 they conceded and then against Sri Lanka in Bangalore. Again, England was given two of the smallest and the flattest grounds in India. Mumbai and Bangalore back to back. And England combined ka combined innings. Mein. In, I mean, they couldn't back more than 55 overs. The first match they lasted 22 overs. The other match they lasted 33 overs. But Kushal, if you if someone asked you in this World Cup with those big bats, if there were two grounds that you absolutely want to bat on, they were the Swami and the Vankhede. Vankhede, especially. Yeah, but even Chinnaswamy, everyone is scoring 300 plus. Obviously, you know, you you want to uh, you want to. And again, this is not a criticism of the Chinnaswami. I think we should have there. There should be some grounds in India. Yeah, I mean, different
0: grounds have different dimensions, right? That's absolutely. Just the, these are the so dimensions. you, you have Ahmedabad heart. and
1: Chennai. You will never have 300 plus games. They're always like B323. Uske niche And then you have Bombay and Bangalore, where you are never rarely going to have 275 games. But England actually capitulate on both the both the stadiums. And so there are two things that are absolutely wrong with England. A they don't have anyone except Joe Root, And even Ben Stokes only came good in the last game who can hold the innings with a 60-70 run partnership. Right? So that is b- first part. Second part is, I think they don't have anyone uh, who, uh, uh, who, in case you're wondering, this is an inhaler. Helps me breathe. <laughs> They're like, what the hell is he snorting? <clears throat> and they de- don't have anyone who was actually looking to take the game forward, right? So then there are people who have made excuses. Ki, arre, but look at this. Uh, England have uh, England have a flawed format. They have a domestic structure that doesn't work. Nasir Hussain had a brilliant point. They're like, how many domestic T20s does Virat Kohli or Henrik Classen play? Uh, domestic ODIs. How many domestic ODIs does Quintin de Kock play? None. They are T20 players. But the fact is, they have taken that T20 play that they have and taken it to another level. And that is the key. And England sadly has been unable to do that. So if you look at that. You where England has fallen short. And so badly short. And that don't is the reality.
0: Think, don't you think in the case of England. like All of them have fallen short. And all of them have gone out of form simultaneously.
1: Yes. Absolutely. But they have all fallen, they've all gotten bad and they've all gotten from bad to worse very fast. But the problem is, Kushal, let's look at the squad. See, I think they got their squads wrong. We were talking about 11. See, first, you know, what is the sign of a team that struggles the most? Um, Where they keep keep making wholesale changes, right? So, uh, uh, against South Africa, Uh, by the way, let me tell you, the South Africa win could have been as bad as the Netherlands. South Africa loss could have been as bad as the Netherlands loss. This Mark Wood and Gus Atkinson with a <coughs> seventy run last wicket partnership. Otherwise, they were hundred for eight. And if they had lost one wicket, they would have lost by like three hundred runs or something. But uh, Mark Wood just went ballistic with five sixes, and he was essentially showing his dressing room how you can, you know, win on this wicket. But the fact is, they kept like they would go with uh, different. They would go with a bunch of all-rounders. Then they would, uh, you know, Sam Curran gets dropped. Then they you go with full with bowling attack with David Willey, Reece Topley, uh, Gus Atkinson, Mark Wood. Every single bowler gets smashed at the 1K day. The only the only bowler that looked like uh, causing sort of damage was Adil Rashid, right? So again, why do you not go with spinners? No one knows. Reece Topley gets hurt again, and then uh, and basically cannot bat, then again, you get get to the other game against uh, Sri Lanka where they completely change their uh, 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 squad. Uh, uh, Chris Vokes comes back. You know, Moin Ali comes back. You go with your back to your all-rounders. So your batting order deepens. But then from 70, 68 for 2, you get all-out for 156. There's another... Other. So basically, Josh Butler, Joe Roode gets run-out, but that's what happens. By the way, I have to I have to tell you guys what did you guys think about the Adil Rashid run out? Comedy. Have you, did you see that video?
0: Yes, that reminded what? me of one run out of some Indian player also. I think. Virinder Sehwag. Yeah, na.
1: Yeah, Virinder Sehwag, and it was absolutely a very smart run out. I always say that if you are there is no cure for dumbness on the cricket field, and if you are absolutely stupid, you deserve to be out like this. So, I think it was great that they, they that they uh, got him out they got him out the same way. So uh, th- that is th- that is the thing. Um, let's let's look at it. Uh, uh, let's let's look at it a little bit differently now. Uh, what do you what do you make of what do you make of what do you make of the failure of England to have full time bowling options?
0: Listen, I mean, they were always playing this format, right? They bat up till number 10. And they have Mm -hmm. people who do a bit of everything. And it worked wonderfully for them in the last World Cup. It was working very well for them right up to the World Cup. And then all hell broke loose. So, I mean, I don't know what to say. They they were a very good team. I mean, they were also scoring big runs in South Africa in the series, one-day series against South Africa. I mean, if you remember, Butler was scoring runs. Many others were scoring runs. So, so what do we make of it? I don't know. I think it was working pretty well. Even Nasir Hussain, I saw his analysis once. And somebody, uh, I think it was uh, in the Sri Lanka game. And he said, listen, if somebody would have asked me what was supposed to be done, I would have said, I'll pick this team 10 out of 10 times. But it's just that they're simply not clicking. And they're mm-hmm. failing. So... I mean, in hindsight, could they have a better bowler? Yes, but I honestly, even I would have gone with the same thing because they were doing so
1: well as a team before this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and the fact is that they they did not they did not think this through, how this you know how this would go um, how this would go forward or something like that, and it actually backfired on them.
0: Yeah, it backfired uh, badly, man
1: yeah and, uh, 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 and and so that is why that is why that is why it got it, that is why it went from bad to worse so now let's uh, 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 um, let's 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 moving forward let's let's see how uh, team india how this pans out england is essentially out of this world cup i don't if see england them coming back out, in
0: this world out, cup if pakistan loses today's match they are out of the world cup the top four are pretty much settled, if you ask me. I mean, top five are pretty much settled, if you ask me. And uh, maybe we should talk about India. So one, one question, that. Uh, Kisi ne question. Kind of, uh, do you think India has peaked too early?
1: We always wonder because of the 2015 and 2019, wo that uh, what you may call... Uh, uh, fear. Bhi. Yeah, that fear is still there, and the fear and also a little bit of anger is still there. I don't think they've peaked early at all. I think uh, they have. Uh, I think they've done well. Uh, the difference in the 2015 and 2019 performances were that in 2019 you had a Miller, a top order driven thing, and then the top order failed in the semi final, and the middle order was confused about what to do. You had the 2019 type game in the first game of the World Cup. When India was two for three and also almost became twenty for four. It, you know, Australians dropped a dolly of Virat Kohli, but it would have been exactly like the seven I, I
0: I really appreciate their 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 effort
1: <clears throat> or the lack thereof. <clears throat> so it became twenty-four-three or twenty-four-four. Um, and India bounced back. So the middle order has been tested. KL, the difference this time obviously has been how reliable KL Rahul has been for the Indians in the middle order. And that has been quite stunning. Right, so that that's that's one thing. The second thing uh, uh, here is the top order with Rohit Sharma, Gill has not been what Dhawan was in 2019. So I don't think the top order has peaked at all. I think Gill is slowly getting there. So uh, uh, those comparisons, I don't think they hold true. Where I think India has those con- causes for concern, as Shreya Sire's struggle, continuous struggle against the short pitch ball. He seems very jittery. And teams are going to figure him out. And if India is, you know, again, 12 for 3 or 12 for 2. And if they get out, get him out, they, again, you know, they set him up with a short pit ball and get him outside, driving outside the off That's a huge trouble. So that's something India has to be careful of. And then the other major point, the other major issue for India is how they deal with uh, uh, what you may call the... Uh, the bowling issues. Do you pick Shami or Siraj? I think Shami has looked a little better than Siraj. So if you have to go with two fast bowlers, you'll probably have to go with Bumrah and Shami. I know it seems like, but with Hardik Pandya injured, I don't know what. How do we deal with?
0: But that? they're saying Hardik is go out for like two three games. It's a minor uh, tear, and uh, that's what yeah, but, I've heard. But,
1: no, no. But listen, can he bowl? If he cannot bowl, that changes your complexion. Then you are going with five bowlers who can only give you 50 overs.
0: So, it's Listen. simple, yaar. If the pitch is going to seem, you pick Shami, Shardul Thakur is out. I think he yeah, should yeah. not have been picked up. I have no and idea why spin, Shardul You pick Ashwin.
1: This is exactly. your team, yaar. This is your team. I don't understand what they were trying to do. So, I... I... I don't understand what is going on and stuff, but, uh, you know, what is, what is the situation? So, um, anyways, um, basically that given, given the, given the problem, given the fact that that is, that is a big, big issue or a big deal there, this is, this is, this is, this is going to be a huge problem for them
0: yeah apparently it seems uh rick clason is out uh, uh, he tried to hit another big shot and he's gotten out so south africa now are 136 for 4 as i look mm-hmm. at my screen ah, so now so pakistan,
1: pakistan now pakistan are uh pakistan now they are the favorites uh, to win this match no no i don't think they are the favorites i think pa- uh, south africa still has a decent batting order uh, uh david miller is left marco yansen is david miller beautiful. or
0: uh, marco yansen back ah,
1: he's playing beautifully but uh, it's it's a 50 50 balance now. Um big plus also South Africa has placed so fast, the required run rate is only 4.8. So they can afford to knock it out, which is why I'm surprising. Which is why I'm surprised that uh, uh started to you know hack and smash the ball everywhere around. Ha, ah, Keshav Maharaj
0: bhi thodi batting kar leta hai, magar I think Pakistan has a better chance now because Shain Shah, exactly. Dime, over breathing.
1: Huh. So, now we'll have to uh, see what happens. But uh, uh, Mohamed Wazeem uh, has been the um, the pick of the bowlers right now, picking up two wickets. And he's only bowled three overs. So, that's going to be very interesting. He's picked up Temba in the 10th over and uh, Anrik in the 22nd over. And he's only bowled two and a half overs. So, I have no idea how they're using him. But uh, <coughs> those seven overs are going to be the key. So, how that, sure. uh, how that pans out remains to be seen. So
0: we okay. are on the question of Team India. So, somebody asked this question mm-hmm. on Fanmo. They asked, hi, Adit and Kushal, Don't you think that Kohli plays for himself like Sachin as per allegations of a lot of people wherein the score runs slowly, not as per the target? Huh? Kohli is literally the best chaser in the history of the… Ne, 50 ne, I see part. where
1: this is coming from. No, no, I don't think I agree with this, but I see where they, 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 a lot of people are mad that he played for a century, mm. and I'm like, if you need nine runs of fifty balls, and if you take two more, yeah, right balls, two, yeah. Uh, if it affects your team's net run rate, then I would I would complain or something. But if it doesn't, you know, that's that's pretty much it. I, I know a lot of people in other teams also would who would do that. I just think in India, uh, I just don't think they have had the chance. And team India is always under scrutiny and always under the pump. So that is the problem that happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, what kitna perfection is he He's like playing like a magician right now in this World Cup. I mean, his batting is you know what the best part for me is the way Rohit Sharma is batting. Like with the unabashed fearlessness that Rohit Sharma is batting, is such a delight to watch. And he has no tension. And he has set the tone pretty much. Mm-hmm. With his batting style, he set the tone and then kohli at number 3 is like rock solid and kl i always said he's the best middle order one day batsman we have i mean i have consistently maintained this his record in the middle order was very good in number mm. 5 especially he he has his best numbers at number 5 he should just go on batting there now shreyas Ayer is an interesting query you have raised i mm. think um, if pandya comes back i would replace shreyas with sky का, Sky horrible form the point is Sky is bar to run out No, no.
1: So I so one thing I don't mind trying out Sky in the last three games. If we have qualified, if we beat England and if we have qualified for the last three games, I think both Shreyas and Sky should play to the point where we check out who is the best between them. Before, before Pandya comes back. The reason being is it is very important to get our 11 together before the semi-finals. Because if you know if there are any hiccups, we have a good idea of what is happening. Hmm. That is the difference.
0: No, so, I agree. Uh, I agree. What What do you make of the resurgence of Australia now? And Travis Head is back. So uh, I want to just talk about knew, Australia.
1: You know, you just knew that Australia was going to come back. I mean, there is no way you can ride Australia out of any World Cup. Uh, but this this. This reminds me of that Australian team of 1999. With a little bit of, uh, you know, latkas and a little bit of jhatkas. So, uh, where they'll do, uh, well, they'll have a couple of hiccups they had against us in South Africa, where they got absolutely hammered. And they just never looked in it. But then after the Sri Lanka game, and then especially the Pakistan game, they've been looking locked and loaded. For Australia, the key game is tomorrow. I honestly think, Call New Zealand the favourites for the game tomorrow. I agree <laughs> because they are familiar with the ground, having played there a game. It's a day match; the ball should swing a lot more. So New Zealand has a better chance. So I personally think that New Zealand might actually have it in them to beat Australia tomorrow.
0: No, but who, who replaces Travis Head? He's clearly coming in the side as an opener. So who? Um, Cam who, Green comes.
1: Cam Green, unfortunately, he misses out. In my opinion.
0: So, you would keep Labushain and Smith both. I think Australia will keep Green and they will replace Labushain with Head.
1: I know. And they'll regret that if they do that. Because if the ball is swinging and seeming, you need both Labushain and Smith. You need people with more technique. It has to be. because they have enough bowling options. You know, Cam Green didn't even bowl the last game. Granted, it was against Netherlands. They have already five bowlers without Cam Green and Mitch Marsh. So I honestly don't know why they they would need um they, they would need that. Let's let's look at who who bowled against Pakistan, right? You had uh, Stoinis Stoinis bowl five overs, uh, uh, Pat uh, you know Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood, Zampa, and Maxwell. So if Maxwell is giving you the overs, right, and you have the option of Mitchell Marsh, so. If Australia really wants to play Cam Green, they can drop Mitchell Marsh also. They are not going to drop Mitchell Marsh because, you know, he scored 100 against Pakistan and all that. So, most likely, I think it will be Cam Green. I know the conventional wisdom tells you that drop Manas Labushin, but uh, I'm going to go out on a limb that, you know, this might help better. I
0: actually agree with you. I would drop Cam Green. I don't see him doing really anything so low down the order. I would actually keep Manas Labushin. Uh, Travis Head opens with uh, Mitch Marsh. No, sorry, hmm. David Warner, what I Mitch Marsh goes down and hmm. uh, I think they have enough bowling resources even without Cam Green.
1: Correct. Absolutely. So that was, uh, you know, that that is that is my sort of thing. But I want to talk a little bit about, before we get into South Africa, let's talk about Netherlands beating South Africa and how mm-hmm. stunning it was for the, you know, Dutch to do that. I mean, I saw the game. Brilliant. Um it's a 43 over game in Dharamsala. They did. They were absolutely dead and buried. 82 and 5, 82 for 5, 112 for 6, 140 for 7. And then it seemed almost poetic, just as the role of Van Damover, who has played for South Africa, started the assault against South Africa. And Scott Edwards, the captain, played a gem of a knock. And then bowled beautifully. Van Beek bowled excellent. Bas Delide brought brilliant. Brilliantly. And South Africa always looked uncomfortable. In fact, they never looked in the game. When they were batting, they were 44 for 4 and they were 109 for 6. And a lot of people argue that South Africa was you know, due for at least one performance like this in this World Cup. So they are better off that it happened against Netherlands because they never Mm -hmm. wanted it to happen in the semi-finals. To me,
0: South Africa, the way they are playing... Okay, I'm going to get a lot of pushback for this i just think it's not sustainable why you can't keep on smashing 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 in the 50 over format and get away with it i just don't think it is a sustainable way i think right now they're riding a super form wave Mm -hmm. and uh, i think eventually it is going to it's going to bite them. Yeah, right I mean, now, Miller maybe? comes
1: and smashes his first or second ball. Uh, first ball for six, I think. So, uh, in this game. So, it's a, it's a very interesting thing. And uh, I hope they don't go bang-bang. I hope they go uh, nudge along and stuff. But we'll have to see. This They game don't is- know
0: how to. Like Quinton de Kock is in the form of his life today also he hit uh, Shine Shah Afridi and then वो out भी कैसा हुआ मतलब वो मार रहा था और उसने सीधा fielder को मार दिया it's not like Shine Shah Afridi got uh, got Quinton de Kock out Quinton de Kock got himself out और पहले और मैं चार चौके मार दिए हैं यार उसने उसको
1: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yes. you, you. I mean, you may be right. I'm not denying that. And plus, they have an extended tail also. And we never know how they'll, they'll happen when, you know, the time comes for spinning and so forth. But yeah. But apart from the uh, Netherlands game, I think South Africa against Australia, South Africa against Pakistan, uh, sorry, not Pakistan, uh, against England, now against Pakistan, but against England, have been brilliant. And so, I'm really looking forward to the India-South Africa clash on next week, next Sunday. That is going to be. Why are you Jack not making... looking
0: forward to the India England uh, match? I uh, India new trend set. करी सब को England World cup mein. <laughs> No, actually,
1: I'm afraid of that. <laughs> I'm actually afraid of that. Ki, uh, we might be you know mein hai unko. Uh, I, I would not even take Sri Lanka lightly on uh, uh, Because uh, last time we Asia Cup we almost lost to Sri Lanka. That Velala lage uh, single handedly almost beat us. So.
0: Uh,
1: But I'm saying India, South Africa may be a preview of a a, a knockout game. The way India and South Africa are playing. but As of now, according to you, (coughs) who are four semi-finalists? India is New Zealand is South Africa is
0: South Africa uh, is good. Australia or Australia?
1: now it will be the three-way tie between Australia, Afghanistan and Sri Lanka. I The only way Pakistan is even a serious contender for the semi final is it if it wins today's game against South Africa. If it does not, I don't see Austri- Pakistan being a serious semi final contender. It just won't happen. Uh, because unki next two games, hai, one is against Bangladesh. Uh, I mean, I know the, the games are against Bangladesh. New Zealand, ke samne, I'm not sure if I give Pakistan much of a chance. England, ke samne, they obviously have a chance. But then England is also hurting, and you know. Is 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 wanting to you know basically at least sign off with one or two wins, so I think it's going to be one between Australia, Sri Lanka, and Afghanistan. Uh, strange as it may sound, I think Afghanistan is very much in this tournament. Uh, uh, they, they can see. Games?
0: games? No,
1: Afghanistan's next two games are Sri Lanka and Netherlands. They can easily beat those two teams. Hmm. If Afghanistan beats Sri Lanka and Netherlands. They are, they are eight points. And then Afghanistan-Australia becomes the next quarterfinal. I know it sounds very funny to think about that. I personally think it's going to be Australia. But I'm saying even with an outside chance, if Afghanistan can take down Australia, if they can, there's a big if, but if they can take down Australia, they are in with a chance to qualify. And that's a huge, huge thing.
0: I, I wish Afghanistan really well. Uh, I love the way... I'm not saying
1: Hoga. Again, I'm not saying Hoga. I'm saying that the chances are that Afghanistan will not make it to the semi-final. But they have done the hard work. They have defeated England and Pakistan, two games that no one expected them to win. So if they have done it, Netherlands and Sri Lanka are two games that people do expect Afghanistan to win. So then they are at four games, four wins. And so is Mm -hmm. Australia when they meet. So then Australia, Afghanistan becomes a quarter-final. And where do they play? They play them at the Wankhede. It's going to be very interesting to see what, what happens. So that so Afghanistan's last two games square year. Are... Huh? So there's where Afghanistan's power hitting will come into play. And by that time, Wankhede would have seen four games. Will the wicket turn? Is, is you know what square are they going to put them on? Are they going to put so Wankhede Which pitches SCA which aid the fast bowling? Which pitches aid the slower bowling? So how do that? How does that happen? So that is that is Afghanistan's thing, and uh, their spinners are the key. Nurehmad played brilliantly.
0: Yeah, what that boy did bowling, yeah, Pakistan's game.
1: So uh, I mean, I am I am very proud of all all my three Gujarat Titans players. One X, Rehmanullah Gurbaz, Dusra Rashid Khan, and Nurehmad. Dilkhush kar diya, yeah.
0: Bohut, bohut, yeah, pa- but, but you bohut. know,
1: jokes apart, jokes apart, don't discount that. They Afghanistan ke players play eight games a year in Ahmedabad. So when they play against South Africa at the Nandamudi Stadium in Ahmedabad, they would have played more on that stadium than South Africans would have, except for probably David Miller. So you uh, uh, IPL, bare mein baat ke, familiarity with the grounds, where to pinch twos, ones, how to set fields, it matters quite a bit. And where Rashid Khan scores is, every team is looking to play out Rashid Khan. So they're trying to attack the others. Rashid Khan mm-hmm. is giving you consistently 10 overs for 40 runs.
0: But Nabi doesn't
1: run So then Nabi doesn't give you runs. So then you'll 80 or 90 runs. So all your other 200 or 220 runs you need to win. Score to win against Afghanistan. And that's
0: why Mujib opener.
1: Mujib takes so because they are go- so it's it's a brilliant bowling lineup and i'm telling you it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be quite quite crazy and you know if afghanistan beats and if afghanistan australia is the essentially the quarter final man it's going to be a crazy game next tuesday
0: before we start taking the viewers questions i mean we have to address the two controversies that have happened so far in the world cup uh first controversy is, is um uh, pakistan and the reception and the discussion around the reception um uh, for I, I will summarize what all has happened and then i will ask for um, adit's comment so during the ma- one of the matches um, mohammad rizwan made a tweet post the match, I dedicate this 100 to the people of Gaza. Then during the India-Pakistan match, when Mohammad Rizwan got out and when he was walking out of the stadium, uh, Indian uh, cricket fans in Ahmedabad um, uh, started uh, chanting Jai Shri Ram to him. And then uh, Gideon Haig made those hideous comments comparing the people of uh, Ahmedabad to the uh, Nuremberg rally. Adit, I want you to speak and then we'll take the questions and wrap up.
1: Two things. First of all, I don't know what Gredian Hay was smoking that day when he said that. Um, Sasta ganja. Wearing, huh, probably. Uh, wearing blue shirts in a stadium is now Nuremberg rally. I mean, what are you talking about? For the record, Great
0: cricketer had to make give a clarification and they had to remove that bit from YouTube. They they did oh. voluntarily, ha. Nobody pressurized the great cricketer, but even later on, the great cricketer realized what nonsense has been uttered. And by I'm
1: telling you, na, Havint. 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 Uh, uh, Indian sponsorship is a beautiful motivation for a lot of these people to fall in line. So consistent stand there. So I mean, I would like to see uh, Echo Life Insurance endorsing or promoting uh, Gideon Haven. I mean, you know, I love the great cricketer boys, it's absolutely fun to listen to them. And I don't mind a little bit of banter. I think they can even joke about, you know, Indian uh, uh, all being uni-coloured and stuff like that. But you cannot compare that or the fact that there were a few Pakistanis in the crowd. You cannot compare that to a Nazi rally. That just something doesn't add up when you do that. And I know Gideon, he is very politically opposed to Mr. Modi and everything. And he's written about, uh, you know, his opposition to the stadium and stuff. But it's stupid. I mean, you cannot just you cannot just uh, take your political opposition and ex- extrapolate here. It seems like a very frustrated remark, right? That's one part. Second, Pakistan also said that, uh, Mickey Arthur said that they did not play Dil Dil Pakistan in the stadium. Yeah, to, which people, crazy. to which Michael Vaughn had the best response, which is why I believe British humor is the best yeah, way to yeah, respond. Yeah, yeah. I tweeted that. Michael Vaughn said that Rohit Sharma is far ahead of its times. Logh <coughs> <coughs> Log, um uh, matches ki strategy te, Rohit had a strategy, not to play Dil, Dil Pakistan. So then Pakistan loses to Afghanistan, and Michael won tweets that looks like the Chennai DJ also didn't play Dil, Dil Pakistan. And uh, and so that that was that. Now coming to what uh, uh, Rizwan said about Gaza, right? I honestly don't because this this comes back to what I told uh, what I told my thread that we discussed about, right? That Indian, uh, 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 that Indian uh, players should consider, like, if if they want to make a statement, they can wear black bands representing the, sac- uh, you know, in honor of the st- st- soldiers that sacrifice, you know, their lives on the border and stuff. And people said, oh, is that a political statement? Well, that isn't if this isn't. If one is a political statement, the other is also a political statement. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, I
1: am saying that's fine if he said it. Right. As someone who supports freedom of speech, I agree it's stupid to say it and, and make a political statement during the World Cup. But then don't just expect to dish it out if you cannot take it. If no, someone no, and, and gives I wanna... it to
0: a serious level. Every time a Pakistani player starts a press conference or anything on the microphone, they start it with a religious utterance. They say, Bismillah Rahmanu Rahim. Now, I am a disbeliever, right? I find it very irritating that everywhere people bring religion. I'm just giving you my perspective here. But okay. I still will stand for their right to speak. So, if somebody yells uh, Jai Shri Ram at uh, uh, Mohamed Rizwan, what's the big deal? problem.
1: Hmm. or and the fact is why did they, see first of all when you have a passionate encounter passions are going to fly there are two ways about approaching this A don't do this B you know you have a different uh, perspective what where I hated it is as Indians it is perfectly okay to say that what the people in Amdawad said if they said Jaisiram, we, it's we are completely opposed to it or it is completely okay to say we totally agree with it because that's a position What I don't like is, a few idiots on Twitter started saying, oh, Chennai will never do this. Chennai has a knowledgeable crowd and this. Yeah, in 2011 or 12, I forget, Sri Lankan players... They did not allow the
0: Sri Lankan team to play in Chennai for the longest time,
1: boss. Yeah, in the IPL. So, I don't understand. And and I, I really have a question. If someone were to come who says, I thoroughly endorse... Uh, what the civil war in Sri Lanka and Mah- President Mahinda Rajapaksa's uh, 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 actions, I think he did a great job in rooting out the LTT and goes and stands in front of the uh, uh, Ch- Chepok Stadium with folks uh, who are completely saying, are they going to give him a standing ovation? No, I guarantee you, if he says that he opposes the LTT and uh, people are going to jump up and up because emotions matter. When you've yeah. lost people, emotions matter hey. and Booing or supporting anyone is not, you know, uh, 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 a big issue. But when you know when you completely disregard it, kya karne ho my,
0: my rule is simple: when you give some, get ready to take some.
1: This yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, Let's start taking questions. Hmm. Uh If Pakistan loses today's four semifinals, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, India will pretty much get decided today only and still 20 league stage matches are left. Most boring World <laughs>
1: Cup. <laughs> unfortunately, yes. There have not been many exciting games or something. But what makes it exciting is if Afghanistan beats Sri Lanka and uh Netherlands and then Afghanistan is in the uh, thing with Australia. So then that World Cup makes it pretty interesting. But I wish we have some few close matches here. Yeah, I know a lot so... of people have said that but ne- there has not been a single closed game in this World Cup. Yes. And David Miller <laughs> has, by the way, woken up smashed two sixes as has yeah. marked So now South Africa just need 100 from 23 overs. Somebody so,
0: has said England team is racist. They are just losing to prove Kushal wrong. But Kushal is going to perform voodoo rituals for England. Such low self-esteem. Yes, yes. Hey, wo Pakistani Pakistan.
1: wo tha na, that Pakistani was that they, they had a tantric to perform rituals in Ahmedabad or something. So, <laughs> so please, please. Kushal and I will also do that. Do make memes about us uh, uh, doing. We'll we'll you know dress up and we'll we'll. Acc- acc- I I, I uh, uh, I'll take my experience all about uh, about Ahmedabad, my hometown, and take Kushal to all the places where known tantric rituals can be performed.
0: Oh, shit. This has to be the funniest covered Is BCCI the Baba Raza of cricket world? <laughs> <laughs> this
1: this. You, my friend, win I'm it. Job. This I'm is brilliant. Job. Brilliant. Oh man, I cannot laugh so hard true. enough because my cough keeps activating like is so people. brilliant. BCCI is call. the barbarism of uh, yeah. boards, the way they are doing it. Uh, 50 marker run out As you saw in the tickets, they can fill up 90% stadiums. Wo agle 10 mar, 10% mein hag but no, they are. So I I, I have so, to say yes.
0: Okay, somebody has said Shadab is an elite T20 player but below average in ODI. See, this is what I don't understand. I think the, the class and the temperament
1: should have transferred better but clearly it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I think Kuldeep Yadav is a subpar T20 player but is a far better ODI players, player. I think Kuldeep's opposite is Shadab. See, a lot of players are only better when the, the opposition attacks them. There are two kinds of spinners one that relish it when the opposition attacks them and they can get you know wickets the other kind are who want to build up and when they build up the four balls and then they try to attack that's when they slip up their change up and stuff in t20 it's go from ball one so that is where there is a difference second thing shadab may be an elite t20 player and pakistan may be a better t20 side than a one day side but pakistan's mm. fast bowling is also tr- suffering from not being able to bowl to consistent 10 overs
0: by I do you think Harris
1: Rauf is a one-day bowler? No, I don't think so.
0: Uh, Actually, and, uh, agar Shah hai, what does it say about the so-called best bowling attack in the world? That if you lose one, I I...
1: tweeted that, it's but, not but, the but, best but, in the but, world. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best in the world at all. And and everyone who says ke, are, Shah hota to. Bhai, we can say the same thing. Bumrah if was there the last T20 World Cup though. Big deal. Your bowlers lose. You know, you have to have a backup contingent. The fact is, you don't have. Is this for England or Pakistan?
0: Indian conditions and lack of ODI preparation coming into the World Cup are the biggest reasons why they're being poor, is for England.
1: I think well, they are they are correct. I, uh, because you know, Indian conditions they don't have the spinners. But both Moin Ali and Adil Rashid played in the IPL. Most of the England team yeah, plays I in the IPL. I don't agree with this. Yeah. All these people play in the IPL. Other time you're in India. This
0: is not an excuse. They've just they've just messed up. They're all in bad form. Like, Indian batting was out. Hote jate. Huh,
1: it's, it's just a bad streak of England. So, in baseball, mein, I mean, I know a lot of our folks don't watch baseball. I do. In baseball, mein, this is very common. When you hit a bad streak, it just keeps going. It's, it's a domino effect. Or England with It's a bad domino effect of this. Hmm.
0: So I agree. Karte Afghans can take down South Africa as well. Their bowlers are not easy to hit. They can be a matchup for South Africa's
1: attacking batsmen. What do you make? Yes, I agree with them? that completely. And the familiarity with the stadiums, it helps. The fact that Rashid and Noor both played so much cricket in Ahmedabad, it will help. Uh uh and if Afghanistan is on the upswing, if Afghanistan has beaten two out of the three, you never know what might happen. So, I'm telling you, it's it's going to be a big, 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 big uh, situation on how they can do it.
0: <laughs> Abhijit just sent me a Twitter DM. He's so cheap. No, I'm not showing this. Okay, Abhijit. This is, yeah. this is a family podcast. What a hopeless person, Abhijit. Don't let me Twitter DM. Bhej Abhijit, the guy, Ashley Laddmi. What's he doing with the He's in the live stream. And doing this cheap work. To DM check on Twitter. Ka. Abhijit, I'm not giving you a
1: Oh my God.
0: What the hell, man? What is wrong with you, Abhijit? Why do you keep sending shit like this? Why not do your podcast? Nonsense. <laughs>
1: Or uh, Abhijit has all the all the inappropriate cricket pictures that uh, uh are uh are available on um the uh, on the internet. So kya, kya hai Abhijit? Kya
0: I'm hai? not sure. The... yes, it is the Shadab Bali photo for people who are wondering, you <coughs> <coughs> No wonder he...
1: <laughs> Is that why they say it's an elite T20 player, but one day Shadab doesn't Extremely, yeah. extremely
0: elite t 20 player. But before we go, you know, I also want to share my thoughts on this entire. they. I, I'm trying to be as fair as possible. A lot of players, when they score a hundred, they take a wicket, they take five wicket hauls or whatever. They reach a milestone, they look up to the skies and they pray to their deity or thank their deity in whatever way possible. So that you cannot begrudge Shadab because his. Praying style, sorry, His praying style is bowing down, which is the Islamic way of praying. Because, you know, a lot of prayers like Christian players or Hindu mm. players, they just look up in the skies, right? They don't have the Muslim playing style. The problem is not that. For me, the problem with Rizwan was the Gaza tweet because Dhoni was stopped from using the army insignia on his gloves on the World Cup stage. That was my problem. That is point number one. Point number two is that then the Indian cricket team, that entire Black Lives Matter drama in the T20 World Cup or whatever shit that was in Dubai. I mean, that was irritating to me at a personal level. So to say don't make it political, then see, you started it. Then you cannot say... That when the other side also uses it, it is a problem. Secondly, talking about Islamophobia and Gideon Haig, well, the Afghanistan team also is a Muslim team. But look at the kind of love Afghanistani players get in India. Did I mean, you? the did Muslim angle is a straw man.
1: Did you see my thread on that? I actually got so angry, I did a thread on it. That Afghanistan yeah. team is an all-Muslim team and they get nothing but love from India and uh, and no one says a thing and like, i don't understand do you, do you think there is a more
0: popular player than rashid khan right now outside of the indian team like he's no, so popular
1: no. in india Are you okay first of all i will say chalo, my city gets maligned the most Ahmedabad. rashid khan is the second unofficial adopted son of amdabad after hardik pandya he is the yeah. vice captain of gujarat titans he goes takes the field out in the ipl who is the second who is the second most popular bowler in gujarat titans mohammed shami Mm. Right. So when there were rants launched against, you know, uh, Gideon Hay and stuff, you know, love calling Ahmedabad, the city of Ahmedabad, Kamiral city, this, what, Islamophobic city. Was it's not? I mean, Rashid Khan gets standing ovations everywhere. Gujarat Titans does, you know, uh, with Noor, Rashid Khan. They have done not just uh, uh, sort of events with them. They've done even religious celebrations a couple of times. They had, they had iftar parties that they have hosted and stuff. All of Gujarat titans. And I'm not saying that's the benchmark. My point is that there is the issue with Pakistani players goes beyond religion. There is a lot of people who've lost people in the wars, in the fights against Pakistan. And you cannot just say that, conclude that is uh, And that is also a bit of racism to say that if you are saying, making a statement about you know, Pakistan's policy against India, that is Islamophobia. Now that Afghanistan, that's uh, Bangladesh players, yeah, Bangladesh is 60% Muslim, 70% Muslim, their team, right? Maybe even more. Shakibal Hashan gets standing ovations in uh, um, uh, Kolkata. Our Bangladesh and Pakistan is happening in Kolkata, na? I would like to see where, what what the stadium supports. So same, Bangladesh team gets um, ovations also in some grounds in India. So I don't think it's that at all. I think it's a very one-sided warped view of looking at this. And there are a lot of deeper wounds that sometimes emanate during these games. The way you stop it is you put a put an end to these discussions and stuff, but also don't approach it from this weird angle where you want to equate everything that's happening around you in the world.
0: Yeah. So somebody has tweeted, uh, so, so mentioned on the live stream Moin was fine yeah, for so- a support Palestine band. Listen, I don't like the idea of Moin being fined either. My whole point is that if Moin can support Palestine, then can Virat Kohli where I support Israel? I'm not saying Virat supports Israel or anything. I'm just saying, can we do that then? And these are, I mean, the point is then it should be free for all. And then you start saying it's like a Nuremberg rally and shit. And I don't know. I mean. And it's, and it's very easy to abuse Gujarati people right now. Uh, you know, there is a trend on the internet. There is a section of India that has gone to downright bigotry and they try to tarnish the entire Gujarati community. There was a journalist from India today who made a nasty comment about see how Gujaratis are not there in the army. Look at their numbers. These kinds of nasty comments are not on. And, you know, these things, just because Mr. Modi and Mr. Shah are Gujaratis, and right now the BJP and NDA is like dominated by two people who are Gujarati. So it's just okay to hate all Gujjus right now. I mean, this the kind of casual bigotry against Gujaratis is scary at times. Yeah. Like the, just because Gujaratis don't blow themselves up is the reason. Yeah. It's just,
1: it's kind of sad. It, uh, I, you know, Part of me, like I, I also, I want to bash each and every one, each and every comment, uh, respond to that. But I'm like, people will be like, "Arey, sirf tu Gujarati bol I'm like, no, it's just crazy, yeah. For any against any state or something, we are playing as one team. Let's talk about them as Indian players, yeah. Not talk about yeah, them as yeah, Jadija, a Gujarati India. player and, and, or Bumra Gujarati
0: you, player. You no, know, and, and and I will not let a person like Gideon hey get away with downright bigotry. And jet away with it because he is a veteran journalist. I don't give a damn. I don't care. And you know, the, the great <laughs> sister, removing his clip is their decision. I don't care whether they keep it or yeah. remove it. But I will definitely raise my voice against people who call a bunch of Indians, Nuremberg rally ke Nazis. I have a problem with that.
1: Yeah. And the issue is not just in fact, good on the great cricketer to remove that clip. The issue is with people like Ram Guha and, and Ram and folks who keep plugging Gideon A as some sort of you know a great writer. Yes, he is. Plug his pieces but also call this out. But they're too scared to call their friends out. So guess what? When you don't do it, we will.
0: Yeah, but uh, well, you know, credit to Shekhar Gupta. He wrote a very balanced piece in the print. I don't know if yeah, you absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I did. I supporting yeah. yeah, because quite frankly, it's passions, sporting passion. But yeah, this I don't know. People are saying that oh, Pakistan yeah. sports were not applauded.
0: Pakistan, what were you shouting? Pakistan's, I mean, what La 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 la. So what?
1: I Kushal, if England and Germany are playing a FIFA World Cup match in England and Germany scores a goal, will Wembley Stadium are like, wow, what goal Germany scored? Very good. England, what? You know, half of these idiots who are jumping up and down saying this, they all watch English Premier League. They talk about Arsenal, Manchester United, Manchester City as it's their team. Great. I have met passionate Arsenal supporters. They don't jump up and down when Manchester United scores a goal against them. Neither should they. Right? I've met passionate Manchester United supporters who do the same thing when Arsenal scores against them. So then why is this expectation that we are not going to do it for our clubs, but somehow Indians should do that when Pakistanis smash boundaries and sixes against them? that to the World Cup match? Come on. Yeah. It's just this it's ridiculous. It's expectancy. absolute it's nonsense.
0: Absolute yeah. nonsense, which is something I don't stand for. And I wanted to talk about it and stand up. Like, I swore a lot at the Sham Sharma show, and people were like, didi. Well, I'm sorry. I was pissed off. When my people are called Nazis, you know, I take it personally. And if you find uh, you being called a Nazi fine, I mean, I don't care. You could be fine. I'm not fine with people calling me. I'm not. I was very angry. I'm very angry. Yeah. I I take these things personally and shame on uh, Gideon Haig. Shame on all these people. And listen, India, Pakistan has a unique history. Pakistan is literally an enemy nation. No, we're not friendly nations. They are an enemy nation. Like it or not. We're enemy nations we're doing them a favor by allowing them to play in india let's just put it there before we wrap it up uh, adit i'll give you the last
1: word i one thing i'll uh, before we wrap up i'll say uh, five of the most impressive players i've seen this world cup rohit sharma um the, uh, in in australia i've seen david warner coming back to form and i'm i'm brilliant. not saying Vera, brilliant he's been virat kohli outstanding the way he's played, Heinrich Klassen from South Africa and uh, what Daryl Mitchell has been for New Zealand. Again, I'm not saying that they are the uh, best players. There have been players who've done better and stuff. They, these guys have impressed me a lot with what they've, uh, you know, uh, done and stuff. Daryl Mitchell pretty much, Akelai apne a gaya against India on a very tough uh, sort of wicket. And uh, we'll just have to see how um, you know, how how the others do. But my semi-finals is India, New Zealand, South Africa and anyone between Australia and Afghanistan and Sri Lanka. Anyone is possible. It's a very open World Cup. This is probably the most open World Cup we've seen in a long time. And uh, as we can say that as Pakistan is, uh, you know, being hammered by South Africa. But uh, maybe we'll do another podcast, uh, Kushal, right before the semi start. So it'll be yeah, a good preview. So, so I was just looking outside. at the
0: dates. So, we'll have to do one podcast between 12th and 15th November. So, 12th and 15th November main... we can
1: do it on the 13th. 13th.
0: 13th, 13th ko karenge yeah. next podcast. See the semi final it'll, it,
1: it'll be our Diwali Dhamaka podcast. Diwali ke ek din baad hoga, yes. for Gujaratis, it'll be the year before the day before a- the a- new abhi year. Hi,
0: abhi hi final kar diya. 13th ko Friday hai. Hum podcast main to abhi sahi, main hu, bhai. Main to abhi apne calendar mein ho, nahi. 13th
1: so, and Friday. Monday 13th. October. November, November. November. 13th.
0: Oh, sorry. Sorry. October
1: sorry. 13th. Yeah, like, sorry. October.
0: November. November sorry.
1: And November, November 13th will be on. And then we'll preview the semi-finalists and then we'll review everything that has gone good or bad in the World Cup. Yeah,
0: November 13th is a Monday. It will be, as always, 7.30 p.m. India time. Because what happens is that I'm so old and I forget what i to do. So, Google Calendar. I'm हूं update <laughs> Google live but yeah, as always, man, uh, I don't know. I have enjoyed the World Cup, uh, but we'll wrap it up over uh, here, guys. As always, Adit, thank you very much for coming. I know you have to go. So, two ja, and I will make yes, the closing comments. Absolutely.
1: And Lovely share. joining you guys and we'll be back in two weeks.
0: Yep. All right. Okay, guys, we will wrap things up. So, once again, thank you very much for tuning in just want to remind all of you this podcast is only member driven so if you can please join the membership program of this podcast whether it's on youtube or on patreon or on fanmo if you can do that i would really appreciate it if not you can buy the merchandise, go to kushalmehra.com or on Kadak Merch, you can buy the merchandise over there. If you want to send direct donations, you can send them to kushalmehra at ICICI. If you can't do any of this and you're just an audio listener, just leave a rating on Spotify, on iTunes. You can also leave a comment there. Or if you are someone who is on YouTube, like this video, subscribe to the channel, drop a comment in the comment section. I'll see you guys next time. Until then, namaste. Take care. Bye.